Each and every week I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Wissens. Folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who I think is making a difference in the world. We've got a really good guest today. If you ever watched hockey back in the day, his name is Jeremy Roenick. And uh, he is joining us from San Diego, California, but it's a really nice place. It, it's a lot warmer there than Chicago, I bet. Huh, huh Jeremy? <laughs> it is. It's great to be with you. I really appreciate the time. And, yeah, you know, after 20 years of getting my ass kicked in uh, the National Hockey League, I needed a nice warm place that my <laughs> body enjoyed waking up in the morning to. So, hence, hence my San Diego home. You were the eighth. You were the eighth pick in the first round by Chicago Blackhawks back in the day, and then you. You. I, I always know you as a Chicago Blackhawk, but you also were on the Phoenix Coyotes twice, the Flyers, yeah. the Kings, and yeah. then the Sharks. Yeah. That's a big. That's yeah, a big I career. I actually had arguably probably five of the best city city stints um, in all of NHL hockey. Um, two major major hockey markets and sporting markets like Chicago and Philly that have the best fans in the world. Then I got to live in Arizona where I could live a great, quiet, really enjoyable, sunny life, play golf in between hockey games and go to, go to practice and flip flops and t-shirts. And, and then, you know, in San Jose, that was pretty much similar, but had a great fan base. No one, you know, no one bothered you on the street. Media didn't, uh, didn't yell at you when you lost the day before. And, um, you know, to live in, in Northern California is a, is, is a real treat, you know, <laughs> barring the poli- bar, barring politics and taxes. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. so I've, I've got mm-hmm. in studio with me, I've got Morgan Patrick too. And Morgan used to have a show called the sports pig. Morgan, did you ever talk about Jeremy? Before? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, what a headache this guy was. Hey, Jeremy, I got <laughs> yes. a question. I, I got a question for you since we're in a, you know, we've been in this market now for 25 years with hockey. And back when we, you know, first welcomed in the whalers and they became the hurricanes, it's a non-traditional market. You've played for two non-traditional market teams in San Jose and Arizona. I mean, so how was that? And 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 I guess just that transition because it was is really an education type element to it when they first came to Carolina. I would imagine it was a little bit of an adjustment for you to play in those markets. It was an adjustment, but it was actually exciting because we got the chance to teach a non. Uh, traditional hockey market, the love of the game, sure. right? What, why hockey is so great. And I remember when Winnipeg moved down to Arizona and then I came to Arizona, there are so many people that were excited uh, of the addition to the city uh, of a sports team. I mean, Arizona and Phoenix is a huge sports uh, city. I mean, with uh, the Cardinals and the Suns and the Diamondbacks, we have all major sports here. But to have hockey really made it a major sports town, and the people really took us in and, and made us their own. And it's 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 a little bit harder to sell tickets because I think you have to get people there to sh- to show the product. Because I think you know you guys know, and going to a game is so much more enjoyable. Oh. You really get the you get the feel, the energy, and and the excitement in the building, and and the power of the players, and the and the speed of the players better than you can really see it on television so that was the hardest part is getting the tickets sold once we got them in we sucked them in and and made them you know crazy fans the 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 team has made some major major mistakes and blunders over the last uh 20 years with uh, management and and positioning of buildings and 
you know, just, uh, you know, just mistakes in the marketplace, but the, the place has been awesome. And I, I just loved it. I loved going into, uh, to help people understand why hockey is so great. And I was a huge, huge Hartford Whaler fan when I was a kid, cause I grew up in, um, in Massachusetts and Connecticut. I actually lived in Glastonbury. So I went through probably seven or eight records of brass bonanza <laughs> after scoring, scoring a street hockey goal on my brother, you know, I'd <laughs> score a goal on the, you know, on my brother and I'd run over to the record player and play brass bonanza and run all over the place. So, you know, when, when Hartford went to uh, Carolina, I was really happy that, that that franchise was able to move on to a very good area and, and an area that has really, um, really supported the team very well, and has won a Stanley Cup, which is even, even more gratifying. Always good to have one of those. You know, remember Chuck Kate, the voice of the the Whalers and, and the Hurricanes. He works for us in the in our network too. So you probably remember Chuck. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I've listened to him many times. Yep, absolutely. Good people. So, Jeremy, my next question, I mean, when you came into the league, uh, obviously the league has changed so much. It has expanded. It's in different markets. And obviously, you know, having gone from where the league was and you played for, you know, played for Chicago, old school hockey, you've gone to new markets. But are you surprised at how this game has expanded and how large the league is now? And it is and it is one of the big four sports now. No, it really is. And. Um, you know, you can say what you want about Gary Bettman and, you know, the fans usually greet him with a barrage of booze <laughs> when he comes onto the arena, but Gary Bettman has done more for the national hockey league. I think than probably most, most commissioners have done for sports, uh, back in 1992, 93, when he came in as commissioner, our, com- our league was making about $750 million of revenue a year. You know, it's now over the four and a half, four, you know, four, four and a half billion mark in you know, in 30 years. I mean, that's, that's a pretty that's a substantial, uh, yes, pretty substantial growth in a game. So, um, and obviously the players that have come along, the, uh, the personalities, the, the talent of the players, the, the level of the of product that the, the NHL has put on board. And I think that, I think people like a squeaky clean kind of image sport like hockey. I mean, the players are really respectful. They're very nice. They give a lot to charity. Uh, there's no, you know, they're they're on the right side of the law, and are 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 fun people to talk to and listen to and interview. So, you know, you take all that wrapped into one. I think the league has got a very good reputation. Well, tell us about. Uh, let's get away from hockey for a minute. Tell us about your new whiskey that you yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for uh, for promoting that. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, everybody everybody through the pandemic was looking for something to do, and uh, right in the beginning of the pandemic, I. Um, I was involved in a different uh, liquor company that kind of uh, kind of went sour, and I've always wanted to be part of a brand. And I, you know, I'm a I'm a big whiskey drinker and, and a tequila guy, and you know, I love sharing a cocktail with my friends. It's probably one of my favorite pastimes. But I just wanted to get in something, and 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 during the pandemic, I joined up with a couple friends of mine. One of them is a is a food and taste uh, connoisseur. He's he was part of uh, the making of Hubba Bubba Gum, Beach Nut Baby Food Flavors, and he's just a, a serial entrepreneur. And I asked him, hey, why don't we try to do a whiskey, maybe a flavored whiskey? Like, everybody loves chocolate. Let's do a chocolate whiskey. So hence um, hence the start of, uh, of our trek. And it took him 18 months to create probably the greatest uh, whiskey blend drinking experience anybody will ever have in a cocktail. And I, and I say that not being because it's 
it's my product. I'm pretty much reiterating what a lot of people have said to me in their in their experience of trying it. Um, I was talking with someone at the Southern Wine and Spirits um, organization. Uh, we're talking to them about helping us helping us in the United States and being our our distributor. And after he took the first sip, he's like, "This is probably the best drinking experience I've ever had in a, in a blend." And I was really happy to hear that. And so we came out and we wanted to do something that was fun. We wanted to bring something that brings both the female connoisseur and the male connoisseur because whiskeys really hasn't been known to be the, the favorite of, of the female variety. And I wanted to bring, I wanted to bring the female into the, into the room that could share a glass of uh, whiskey with their significant other, with their husband, with their boyfriend, with a guy that just got off the golf course with a cigar. And, you know, men like that aspect and women go crazy over this chocolate whiskey. We also have a chocolate citrus with a little dash of orange in it, kind of um, tastes like a old fashioned right out of the bottle. Wow. And it really, it really is something special. So we called it whiskey in the wild. We wanted to kind of pander to the outdoors life. We did something with the bottle that no, no company has ever done. And we created a bottle that has a flask actually built into the bottle nice so that so that you can and we put a spout a nice little pouring spout on the top so you can fill the whiskey up and take it with you on a on a hike or a ski trip or if you're on a bike ride and you want to celebrate uh you know a, a, a climb to the top of the mountain and celebrate your your hike we we call it the traveling spirit and we want you to take it with you everywhere so it's a very unique um kind of packaging that we've created i think our bottle is going to win countless awards and nice. whiskey in the wild whiskey in the wild.co um on on uh on google you can find it and it's only available online right now in 41 states uh, i would i would believe north carolina is part of the of that of our 41 states and i highly recommend if you're a whiskey drinker or if you're not give us a shot because we have we have turned more non-whiskey drinkers into whiskey lovers over the over the first three months of our launch well, i gotta tell you i love the bottle cool i'm looking at it right now i mean that is sharp <laughs> isn't that fun yeah it's a lot of fun good you google know, right there and you know, it's cool it's cool to get something with something right I mean, you know flasks are cool people like to have flask it's a it's a high-end flask it's uh you know it's metal it's um it's a very solid uh feel um and it makes for for awesome presents. So if, if you're someone getting married and you want something cool for your groomsmen, um, it's, it is Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. It makes for a, a absolutely tremendous gift to, to send somebody. You're, we're, we're writing the 89, $89 for a bottle that is shipped uh, with shipping. Obviously in this day and age with the, uh, with the delivery system around our country, pa- <laughs> packaging and sending is, Shipping is very expensive right now, yep. but um, eighty-nine dollars gets it right to your door. Uh, you buy you buy two bottles, we pick up half the shipping, and you buy three bottles, and we pick up all the shipping, um, which is a just a nice little way benefit to, to buy more than one bottle. But it's it truly, I, I really appreciate you guys saying that you like the bottle because we're very very proud of it. Nobody's ever done it before. That's really neat. Of, change the market yeah good idea packaging now speaking we've got about a minute left but speaking of getting something for spending something uh there's there's been rumors there that you uh, had a, a trip to vegas where you lost a little money 
<laughs> oh, I, I think I, I think I own two of the floors in Aria. Yeah, yeah this, this, that happens on a, on a, on a, on a frequent basis. But uh, I've had some really good wins and I've had some really terrible losses. There you I guess go. that's what Vegas is all about, right? Yep, but, yep. Um, yeah. Well, you're and, and you're uh, you were born in 1970. Morgan and I were born in 66. But you're retired, and we're still working, so we're not doing something right here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm retired in a, in, in, a, in a different sense, right? I'm retired from getting my butt kicked on the on the ice, but I am still in the trenches doing a lot of different things, and I don't think I'll ever stop working and making a buck because it's just keeps my brain going, and I get to talk to fine gentlemen like you guys and your listeners and, and have some fun talking about all sorts of things. So, and it's hockey season starting tonight. So I'm really looking forward to the start of the season. Also. That's just a, I mean, it's just a great, it's, it's a great life. If you make it a great life and you've made yours a great life uh, Morgan, any final thoughts for, uh, for Jeremy? Uh, just, just a big treat, man. One of my favorites watching you play yep. uh, throughout your career and, and obviously love seeing you when you came to town, but uh, yeah, we just wish you the best of luck. Great, great success on, on the, uh, the whiskey. Can't wait to taste it. So, well, uh, I really appreciate you guys helping me uh, get the word out. And you guys, you have my phone number if you ever want to chat. Uh, you know, Carolina hockey, just let me know. Go Canes. Jeremy Rowick, folks. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, let's open up these phone lines. That number, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. And we got a great way to text us as well. Just text the word PLAN to 600-700. PLAN to 600-700. 